Hi, my name is Haley Grove and welcome to Deer Dance. I'm a professional dancer living in New York City and I'm searching for balance in and out of the studio. I think experiencing your life and nurturing all your creative passions ultimately enhances a dance career. So I'm speaking to inspiring performers and industry professionals about their relationship with dance and their other passions outside of the performing arts world. I'm connecting with dancers who decorate cookies, develop their own film, build websites, make candles, teach fitness, write poetry, and people who are changing the fabric of our industry, all while dancing their butts off professionally. I'm on a mission to discover the keys to a long creative career. So let's take this journey together, advancing our dance careers, expanding our creativity, and experiencing all the joy this life has to offer. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Deer Dance. We have um, an amazing guest today. It's actually Milo, my cat. Just kidding. We have an actually amazing guest, a really great friend of mine. I'm so excited to talk with Ryan Miller today. He has done, I mean, we were talking about some of his credits beforehand, and it's like Lizzo, Madonna, Rihanna, Travis Scott, Kim Kardashian, Netflix stuff. Like, he's a choreographer, a dancer, a teacher. Literally, what doesn't he do? I don't know. We're going to talk about everything. Um, and I always love to hype up my guests. So, I wanted to share a little video of him dancing. I mean, he's got so many good clips, but this one is really awesome. Because this is a podcast, you can't see the video. But trust me, it is great. After the episode, make sure you head over to Essentially Haley on YouTube or Dear Dance Pod on Instagram so you can check it out. But while I have you here, let's hear from our sponsor. Surprise! The sponsor for today's episode is me. Well, not me exactly, but the Patreon. If you would like to support this show and get some fun perks, join the Supporter Squad. It's only $5 a month, which is less than a Dunkin' Donuts ice matcha latte in Manhattan. And instead of getting a cup of green sugar milk with ice, you will get access to fun behind-the-scenes content, early access to guests, and craft supply lists so you can craft with us live while you watch us on YouTube. I'm hoping to grow this community, and we have a Discord, so maybe we can have some movie nights or a book club or send some cool things in the mail. I've got a lot of ideas. Once we reach 100 patrons, I will be starting the Dancer's Dream Grant Program. This means I'll be donating $1 per patron every month to a dancer who has a creative project that needs funding. So that might be hiring a videographer for a concept video, paying your dancers for their beautiful work, getting some really good snacks for them, renting a studio because you cannot do another self-tape in your apartment. The bigger this community grows, the more we can give back and help lift other dancers up. If this sounds fun to you, check out the info in the show notes. And now let's get back to the episode. Literally king of turns, king of ad libs, everything. So I'm really excited to bring him in and surprise. He's actually here in person. Hello. We have to move my cat. The cat's in the way. But hi, Milo. Milo is um, wanting to be the star. It's almost his birthday this week. 
so shout it out to Milo, and he can go right over there. So hello, <laughs> Ryan. Let me bring this mic a little closer because... I can project. Yeah, the tech. I don't know how the tech is working with us in the room, so if you're out there, let us know how the sound is. But thanks for being here. Of course. I can't believe you haven't been over to my house since and my was birthday, it two- 2019. Was it 19? It was right, no, 2020, before the pandemic. Yes. That's wild. Like nuts. Like right before. Literally right before the pandemic. So that was the last time that you've been over slash I've had anyone over. So thank you you for being here. So our craft today, we're going to make some paper snowflakes because it's like getting cold. It's snowing now. Really? Yes. I, when I went to the Starbucks, I was like, is there Starbucks? And she was like, yeah, it's right off the block. I was walking and I was like, is it snowing? I can't get the weather right. Just, it's like hot weather. I wanted day. to figure it out. It was 70 <laughs> degrees last week and then it's 30 degrees. So Literally. It's a mess. But we're going to like just, I just want it to stay one temperature so that so we can, I can like get, a, get into it. Used to right? it. Yeah. Wear the same clothes all week. Yeah, Not exactly. like the same. But you, right, yeah. You guys got it. That would be gross. That would be gross. I think they understand. Okay, so here are your scissors. I don't think we're going to be able to chat too, too much while we're doing this because it's kind of a noisy craft unless you are like into ASMR. Like that's cool for you. Let us know if is that's this, good. Does that do something for you guys? Or if it's not good. Um, okay, so have you ever made a snowflake before? You know, okay, so I used to work in camp and we used to have arts and crafts all the time, but I never actually did them. I just told my staff to do them. Okay. So, you know, let's let's just jump right in and figure yeah. it out. Okay. Got it. So, I haven't made a snowflake in a long time. Okay. But I think, I'm going to say, <laughs> I feel like this is not the right shape of paper. Does it have to be a perfect square? I, no. I think oh. we can kind of just, like, fold it up. Okay. Let's just see what happens. Oh, I feel like if you fold it and yeah, you do something uh, to one side yes. and then you unravel it, it'll be like, yeah. flake. Does that make yeah. sense? I'm into that. Okay. Okay, so let's... Let's just like fold it up. I think I'm gonna do like I think like tri- I'm thinking triangles are like the way. I'm following you. This um what, what, I would say okay. like fold it however your heart desires. Okay, we can do that too. This honestly might be a fail because in my head I was like this is an easy craft. We can't mess it up. And then I didn't review how to do the craft. How to do the craft. It's gonna be great. Because I was this is not right. This is not it. So, well, so, you know, so don't fold to my heart's content. I, I went yeah, for a, like a swan situation. Yeah, I'm like just, a frog. A frog. You know, every snowflake is unique, oh. and and part of the reason why I always do a craft is because I think as dancers we get stuck in like a. Oh, don't worry, you can make a mess. Someone's like, I feel like someone's gonna pop and be like, pick up. No, don't worry. Um, but I feel like it's really easy to get stuck in this like perfectionism. Oh. I'm not good enough Welcome mentality, so I really like crafting because sometimes it can be good and sometimes it's ugly and it really doesn't matter, but you're still being creative and just working that creative muscle in your brain, I think is beneficial regardless of what the outcome is. So that's my little TED talk. You are now here listening to Haley and Ryan. <laughs> Let's talk dance because you have a really interesting journey with dance yeah and i think it's maybe like a story that people haven't heard that much and i think it's also gonna be really inspiring um which, wait which story is that so there are a lot of the stories. college story or the i so something that i i want to start from the beginning okay 
But something that I am really inspired by from you, a lot of things inspire me about you, but um, there was a time when I met you, you said you were giving up dancing. Yeah, I was serious. And then, all of a sudden, (laughs) you, you kind of started doing more than you were doing beforehand. So, we'll get to that, and I, I just think that that's like a really cool turning point and also something that like is important to hear that like you go through different phases with dance and you go through different parts of your life and different journeys and stuff but let's start at the beginning the beginning from the yeah you were born brooklyn born and raised new york native 1990 19 something something yeah something or something we're young so i don't know yeah okay so brooklyn Brooklyn, yeah. I grew up in Brooklyn. I went to Midwood High School. I say high school because that's... I won't even say I started dancing in high school really because I didn't. I started in college. But it's important to the story. So I started uh, the track team when I was a sophomore in high school and loved it. I swore Usain Bolt was where I was headed. I was like, I'm going to be amazing. It's going to be all the things. And I I wanted to go away to school, but I didn't want to... I'm spoiled when it comes to everything. So I was like, I don't want to go far away. I want to be able to come home and see my friends. And my mom was like, no, you should go away and experience things. And I was like, no, I'm not going far. So I ended up going to CLB Post in Long Island. And I didn't want to join the track team my first year. I wanted to really, like, get that GPA down, make sure that was locked in before I took on anything else. And lo and behold... I find out the second semester in like February that they're, I was a sprinter. I didn't, don't believe in miles now. Like I'm running for 200 meters, 400 meters, and then I'm done. I can't even run one block. So that was it. Like, and all my other friends were like, no, distance, cross country, not happening. But I find out in February that they're cutting the indoor and outdoor track team to fund the football team. And all they're going to do is have cross country, the one thing that I don't run. So one of my friends who come who came up all the time and he was a dancer. He came to visit from, I feel like he went to Long Island University in Brooklyn, but he would come up every week and visit all of us. A lot of my friends from high school, we were all, all ended up at the same school in the same dorm. So it was a party always. And he was like, why don't you dance? And I was like, what do you mean? Why don't I dance? Dance and do what? I don't dance. I didn't even go to school dances. The prom was probably the first, like, school dance that I went to. Like, I mean, I went to, like, house parties, but, like, the whole official, like, we're going to have a, something in the gym, there's chaperones, and never. I was not that guy. I was like, what am I going to do? Stand there and... Oh, my God. Like, no, no. And I had rhythm. It was fine. I, I was just super socially awkward. I wasn't that guy. And he was like, why don't you dance? And I was like, no. And I think at the time... Chris, no, not Chris Brown. Uh, Omarion just came out with Touch, and Danielle Polanco was in it. We were like, "Oh my god, this Spanish girl with the boom, da boom, da boom!" It was great, and I was trying to learn it from watching it on 106 and Park, 106 and Park. So you know this was old, and <laughs> he like came in my dorm and was like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Nothing." <laughs> and he's like, "Well, let's go to the gym. We're gonna work out." And I get to the gym. They have this multi-purpose room, and he's like, "You go in there. I'll get the equipment." So I go in the multi-purpose room and he closes the door behind me and I'm looking, he has one of those little long rectangle doors and I'm like, what are you doing? I turn around and there's a line of girls against the mirror that are here for, it was a, this group called Technique and they had an audition for the new people to join the dance team. And I'm looking at him like... He just threw you into an I'm audition? Like, what are you, I'm like, what are you doing? I'm, I can't, this is not my life. And... 
I and made it. it. Was. And then it was your life. <laughs> and then I made it. And even then, I wasn't totally sold on it. I went to school for, for computer science and technology. I was not going to be a dancer at all. Like, that wasn't what it was going to be. And I made the team. Sometime that same semester, I feel, someone came in and they taught a dance. And it was, like, the hardest dance I've ever learned in my entire life uh, at that point. And I was like why is this so hard? And one of my friends in the back, she was like, I know this dance. This is Luam's dance. And I'm like, what's a Luam? What's a Luam? Like, it was a thing and not a person. Honestly, though, she is pretty iconic. I was so. like, literally, I was like, what's a Luam? And my friend's like, you don't know who Luam is? And she was like, famous on Instagram, not Instagram, YouTube, YouTube. at the time. Yes, I used to watch her videos well, and try to learn her videos in my like tiny apartment. I wasn't on YouTube like that, so I really had no idea who they were talking about. So then wow. my friend takes me back to her dorm and she's like, watch all of her videos. I stayed up until like 2 a.m. And her website. Everything. I was like, who is her this? Her sweatpants, her hair Wild Child pants. Nation, the whole nine. I, I was, was like, like, this woman is a legend. She literally. has a clothing company and dance videos on YouTube. I was like, who is she? And I kept seeing like at the end of all of her videos, New York City. So I was like, oh, wait, she's in the city. I can just take her. So that summer I went to BDC for the first time and she... I forgot what song did she teach? It was an Omarion song. I just can't remember what song it was. It wasn't Touch, because I'm not playing it. Here we go. But I didn't know the song. I also did terrible. Out of the, let's say, 16 eight counts, I learned one. And <laughs> after class, everyone's like, thank you, thank you, thank you. And what do I say? Hey, I learned your dance because somebody stole it and taught it at my school. And she's like, oh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> we sat down and we spoke, and the rest is history. We've been tight ever since, but I remember coming home from that class and telling my mom, I was like, hey, you're wasting your money. I'm not, I'm not going to continue this. I want to dance. I want to be a dancer. And she was like, okay. She was like, Ryan, stop. Let's see what happens. Let's go into sophomore year and just see. But then when I was there for like the first month and I was telling her, I was like, mom, I'm really not focused at all. Like, mm. I think I'm going to, I think I got really sick one day. Migraines, there was a stress from school or whatever. And I came home and I told her, I was like, I'm, I'm going to dance. And she supported it. She didn't argue. It wasn't even a fight. She was like, okay, cool. I was like, I'm going to get a job. You don't even have to worry about it. Like, I'm determined. I'm going to make this happen. The rest is history. Like, I never looked back. I, do, I never regretted it. I never said, oh, I wish that I went back or I wish that I finished. But stay in school. Hey, if you're in it, stay. <laughs> like, I don't regret my, my decision, but I just feel like if you're in it, just do it. Yeah. It's already happening. Like, don't. And you can always go back. There's so many different yeah. paths for education. So it, it's like you have to really listen to what is right for you. And go with it. Like, if you are sure, then it, it will be something that you, you can't stop thinking about. Like, your yeah. your thoughts won't change. It'll always bring you back to that same decision again. You'll always go back to that crossroads. And until you, like, make the decision that, that actually resonates with you, you will mm. always come back to it every single time. Wow. That is so wild that you just, like, something unlocked. And, I like, I can't imagine. Like, imagine if that experience didn't happen and, like, your life would be a completely different life and i feel like dance just oozes out of you it's, so, it's so i funny. just can't imagine so that is wild so you started training you're in new york mm -hmm. you're pushing you're hustling hard all the things what was the first like real dance job that you got like that felt real okay the and it could have felt real back then and looking back it might not <laughs> like, feel real right. now but like what was that first moment where you were like 
ooh, I'm a dancer. <laughs> I would have to say if this was New York Fashion Week 2011, mm-hmm. and it was with Luam, and uh, Jamel was her assistant, and it was for Montclair. Ooh. And then we did it in, what is this place called? Um, Lincoln Center. No, no, no. That was the second one. That was one. the recent one. I, uh... 42nd Street, but not 42nd Street. Broadway. With trains. Times Square. The other one. Um, Grand. Grand Central. Grand Central. We put, I'm sorry, guys. This, the um, the blue great. sky. Yes, this is our 14. We're doing great. Um, <laughs> so the performance took place in Grand Central. Uh, it was off 50 dancers and 50 models. We had to sport his uh, winter snowboard, like, ski wear. And it was great. I mean, dancing in it was not because it was, like, really, really hot. Um, but like people like Valentine was on the job, people like uh Deja was on the job, like all people my who are friends. Like legends and icons now and we're like in the middle Deshaun Wesley, like... Vulgar with Deshaun Wesley from Legendary, the host, was also on the job. That's where I met him. Wild. Um, yeah, the world is like it's really small. And then when you see people like do their own thing yes. and where they end up, it's like Yes. But yeah, that was my first like that was actually my first job that I booked with her. And we like had full blown like rehearsals. We had fittings. We we had to like be on set. We had like ear, in ears the whole nine. I was like, Ooh. I went home. I went home that day and I told my mom because they paid us. They paid us, but they also gave us a Montclair jacket. Ooh. I don't know if you guys know. Them things ain't cheap. <laughs> the jacket the that I ended up in with in New York, you can get a lot of use out of one of those. Jackets. I still have it. I still have it. Yeah. She's in great condition. I can still <laughs> sell her today. I'm not going to. But she was like eggplant purple with like comic book strips on the inside. And when I tell you like... I oh my God, that's literally perfect for you. Of course, I looked it up and I was like, well, how much is this thing? Nine something. And I was like, well, I'm glad I got it because not buying that. But it was a great experience. And um, I remember coming home and telling my mom, I was like, no, this is it. Like, we're doing this. Mm-hmm. Like before it was like, yeah, let's see where it takes us. This And then at this moment, I was like, this is where it's taking us, and this is where I'm headed. So, here we go. Yeah. But yeah, that was my first like big job. That's so exciting. So in my have... head, it was like this is the biggest thing ever. Yeah, I mean, but it is. That is really. I mean, New York Fashion Week is not a little thing. That's it's like not. a legit thing. It's not. Yeah, and I mean, since then you've done so many things. I know I like briefly touched on the big names, and there's definitely more. But as a dance, let's start as a dancer. Okay. What has been one of your favorite? Oh, this is a hard. This question. is a hard question. As soon as you said I'm, it, I was like, I'm trying oh. to like do it in chunks. But like, what is your favorite dancer job? Yeah, as a dancer, what has been okay, your? Okay, I can do this. And by favorite, maybe it means like most fulfilling or like most enjoyable. Not necessarily. It might not even be paid because sometimes our best jobs aren't the ones that are paid. Um, that happens. Should, yeah. My up-and-coming so, dancers. That happens. Yeah. So what is your favorite as a dancer performer job? <laughs> I would have to say, th- I'm going to say this one, and it's my favorite for a couple of reasons, but it, it also, like, I opened it was something that happened, but it's fine. I'm going to go through the whole thing. Here we go. Um, my favorite job would have been the when I went on tour with Natalie LaRose, um, we did a whole European yes. tour. It was me and my one of my closest friends, Giovanni, who's actually here in New York for a little Nas X. Can't wait to see him. And he, Talk it was just us. Oh, no, Giovanni's another one. If you don't follow him, <laughs> it's Giovanni Soto. 
He also styles. Yeah, I was going to say fashion okay. icon, dancer icon. He's multifaceted, okay? Talented. <laughs> We're plugging Giovanni. <laughs> plugging in Giovanni. But yeah, um, it was just us and we toured all of Europe. But it was my favorite because our off days were in Amsterdam. And I had never been. I had never been to Europe. Let's start there. And I remember she was like, okay, well, I'm going to take all of your clothes because she's from Amsterdam. She's like, I'm going to take all of your clothes oh. and I'm going to wash your clothes for you at my house. We're going to, because we had been on tour for maybe two weeks, I feel. And at this point, this was like the halfway mark. So she's like, I'm going to wash all your stuff and I'll bring them back to you. But you have two days in Amsterdam to do whatever you want to do. Naked. At, at this point, right? <laughs> so we're, stole your clothes. We're walking and people are like slower there. Like not yeah. slower. Like they, life, life like if you're a New Yorker, yeah. you know, like we are moving. We hate tourists, not because we hate tourists, but they, they just walk. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, we're like, move. So yeah. we're walking, and I was like, first of all, it smells, for my people who understand, it smells really loud in Amsterdam at all times. Like, every, it's like your breakfast, your coffee, your blood. Like, that, <laughs> and, it's, and at everyone's table. So everyone is just, like, in this zen. And I remember telling Giovanni, I was like, this is so relaxing. Like, it's like retirement goals. Uh-huh. And it was just... Realizing that if you are a city kid like I am, like not that we don't think bigger or we don't dream bigger, but we're really content with just living our life in the city and well, having yeah. experiences from day to day because there's so many you can have in just this one city. New York is such a dream for so many people. So growing up You're in like, other people's dreams, this I is can it. only imagine. I can just be here and I'm fine. Yeah. But that was the first time in my head where I was like, wait, maybe I don't want to live in America. Wait a minute. Like it, it expanded my horizons in a way that I, I didn't expect only because... I knew what I wanted to do and it was so laser focused. But then I also realized in that tour, which has this has nothing to do with the artist, Natalie, you're amazing, still love you. She's obviously watching. Like right now, just in case, you know, <laughs> just putting that out there. But <laughs> I also knew at that point that I didn't want to tour. Mm-hmm. I realized I, I did not want to live the life of a touring dancer. And there's nothing wrong with it. It's just not for everybody. And you have to know that yeah. before you get on it with other people. Yeah. Luckily, I was on it with one of my best friends and I was able to like, watch him and see like how he was moving and Giovanni was so excited he was like oh my god we're here and we're here and me I was like all right (sighs) stage food bus stage food bus stage food bus stage food bus stage like over and over lather rinse repeat and I was just like this is this is not what I want I was in all of these Mm. amazing places Belgium London and I didn't get to see anything Mm. I was like this is people do this this is what they enjoy. Yeah. I was like, at that point I knew that I wanted to do like the one-offs, the music videos, the award shows. Like I would love to do things like that. But, and not to say that I don't want to tour now. I'm not putting that out there. Don't change your mind. You've been doing great. <laughs> but all that to Books say. tour tomorrow. <laughs> imagine. But like right now at that time, I realized like I didn't want to do those things. Like I, I wanted to do more of the, the domestic things and not the international stuff. I was like, that's just a lot. And you're yeah, away from your family for so suitcase. long. You're living out of a suitcase. You you know, it's not all what it's all cracked up to be. But I, I say that now to say there's just a time, a time and an era for stages in your life where like at that stage, I no, absolutely not. At this stage, sure. Like I would do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. But back then, I, I just didn't know until I was on the tour. So it's my favorite job because I feel like it was the most... Uh, it was the most self, like eye-opening, a lot of self-reflection, a lot of mm. self-discovery, like a lot of that happened in two weeks. I came back an entirely different person. Yeah. So yes, that's my favorite dance job. I love that. And so you've done choreography, you've done assisting choreographers, you've been teaching, 
There's so so many things. So we briefly talked about this before we went live, but one of your favorite favorite jobs that you've done recently, Netflix. Is it Karma's World? Karma's World Netflix. Okay, I still have to watch it. It's everything. the The best thing way for me to describe it is it's like. Jimmy Neutron because of the animation meets the Proud Family because of the type of characters and, and the how colorful mm. the cast is. Period. Not even like colorful, like just colorful, like all shapes, sizes. They're all in there. Yeah. And um, it's, so it's an it's an animated. Yeah, it's cartoon. an animated cartoon. Is it a, a series or a movie? It's a series. So a there series are two on Netflix. seasons. I believe there are two okay. seasons, and we're waiting for three. Netflix is also watching. I have a hey Netflix. I have a very like she's influential you, okay. audience. You reach. So, you know, everyone's watching actually <laughs> everyone. the whole world. Everyone. Um, <laughs> okay. Hey so, Britney, book me. Thanks. Yeah, Britney Spears. She's, she's also allowed to watch now. Free Britney. Yeah. Okay. We're freed. Britney. She made it. Um, so what is so explain like how you were involved in this show and how dance is involved and how humans are involved in an animated yes production so, <laughs> there's a lot there there's a lot say <laughs> a bit about ryan i was born a gamer i told myself like at i really went to school for computer science and technology because i was like i just want to know all the ins and outs but i also wanted to like minor in graphic design and all the things so that i could make video games like that was the thing so cool but you the, could still make a video it's game. still happening I still have the files on my computer. I used to write up like fake stories for fake video games. It was a lot. I, I had, love it. The dream was there. We were focused. Oh. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, and then dance came along and took over. <laughs> but <laughs> I um, where was I going with this? Oh, I really wanted to be the person in, like the mocap suit with like all the little yes. white balls, and they do all the, the animation, the motions. So and then cool. What game was this? Dance Central for Xbox came out, and my mentor Tori Nelson did a lot of the choreography for the for the game, and that's, that's when it really cool. became like, oh wait, I can really still have that dream of making video games and dance can be involved in that done sold that never so happened yes. but it hasn't yes. happened yet yeah okay but <laughs> i um i was this is what the pandemic must have just hit and luan was home and she calls me and she's like i have a job for you and i'm like oh, what's up what, what you want to do amazing i'm, I'm down <laughs> um and she goes uh um, I'm in my head. It's still a secret, but it's not because it's out now. But Ludacris is like, Ludacris is coming up with a cartoon. I'm like Ludacris, the rapper, is coming up with a cartoon, and she's like, "Yeah, it's gonna be this, that, and the third. And the premise of the cartoon is basically, is basically like there's, let's say, a, a moral or a lesson. That, that's the theme of that episode. I think the first one is putting power in your name. Like they're making fun of her name because it's Ooh. Karma, and the whole episode is her like taking that power back and really like being proud of her name being Karma and it not being like a normal name. But like she, she's a rapper first of all, so she's it's ludicrous. Karma's a rapper. Karma's a rapper, and it's ludicrous. If you hear it and you know the way ludicrous raps, you'll know that it's him rapping. That's cool. like you will know. And at some point, she goes into like her dream world where she writes in her journal, mm-hmm. and it's like she's on this big stage. Imagine the VMAs times a thousand, and she has like this whole performance sequence about her rapping what, about whatever she's dealing with at the time because it's her journal sequence. So while she's rapping, she's dancing, she's hitting steps, and like her best friend, who's not in the in the journal sequence, they also dance outside of that as well. Her best friend's her name is Switch. She beatboxes. She plays the violin. She's the best break dancer. Like these characters are really fleshed out. Wow, they're talented. So because of COVID, we weren't allowed to like have the whole mocap experience. But what they did was they had 
me, Luam, and I don't know if you guys know Maya Yanos. Her Instagram is Maya Papaya. Yeah. <laughs> every movement that Karma did in every single episode is Maya. Like, Maya is Karma. That is the coolest like, thing ever. Literally. And if you watch Karma's hair, her hair is big and curly. Maya's hair is big and curly. But we had to rehearse with Luam, and we would rehearse the scene. Like, they would give us the sketched version, and you would see what they would kind of do. Uh-huh. And it would be like, choreography here. And then Luam would, like, make choreography, and then we would have to do it. Wow. And they would render what we did onto the characters. Like, and I mean, if I went like this, the character goes like this. It's, like, literally the same thing. That is the coolest thing I've ever heard. I think for me, it, it's my favorite job. I've worked with kids. Like, so remember I said after, after I left high what was it, college, that I was going to get a job. The job that I ended up getting was uh, working on an after-school program with kids, which like also bled into summer camp. And I did that for 11 years. Yeah, king of camp over here. Oh, no, like right? I love kids. Like we, I'm the one in the jungle gym hanging upside down with them while, <laughs> while we're trying to get them to line up. And I'm the one that's the reason why they're not lining up. It's, <laughs> it's me. I'm that guy. And I'm really proud of this job because it's the, the lessons that they're teaching them is something that I wish that I, as a kid, watched because mm. the, the power it's instilling in them in every single episode, it's it's just people don't make TV like that anymore. Like, I'm no. over here watching Rick and Morty. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and the representation. It's and all there. There's bringing an, the dance into it, bringing rap it for kids. And, oh, there's so much in there. It's That's amazing. I have one kid that it. doesn't like this show. I just need saying. to watch it. Just like, saying. Tonight. You know, it's really, really good. Uh, even, like, there's an episode with the best friend Switch who is a little thicker than she realized until she tried out for the dance team and then didn't make it. And then the dance team says to Karma, who is smaller, your friend didn't make it because she's too big. (sighs) And that episode, for me, I was like, that's so real because when you're a kid, you don't know that you're bigger. You don't know that you're thick until someone makes fun of you. So the the whole episode was her, was Karma and her friends like building Switch back up. Like, forget what they said. Like, we're going to start our own group. It's going to be better than theirs. Like, Mind you, that was the dance battle uh, episode. So when I say we dance every five seconds, that was also the most tiring episode. But I got to dance. I got to assistant choreograph. I got to choreograph. I got to help like produce some of the stuff with Luam. Like, and she was like doing Dancing with the Stars because you know Luam is is Luam everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. So it, it became like, hey, can you handle? And then she would, and then she would come back, and we Ooh, had like a little. Trust. I was That's terrified. Luam wow. terrified me. Just so you know, I was over here like. <laughs> But I would, like, set up my little Luam chair and put her on Zoom. Like, this is what it looks like. Please tell me you like it. But it was also the first time, like, I started to trust myself, honestly. Um, It was great. Mm. And at this point, like Kaylee said, uh, there was a time where... Do you want to talk about that now? Yeah, let's go for it. Yeah, let's do it. There was a time where I stopped. I didn't really stop dancing. I just stopped going to auditions. Pursuing. It it was... Yeah, there wasn't a pursuit anymore. I was like, uh... And basically, I had a really bad uh, audition experience. And I remember going back to my agent and talking to them about it. And I was like, ah, I'm just frustrated. I feel like I'm getting to the end of a lot of these auditions and I'm not getting it. I'm like, it's right there. They're like, okay, we need... I remember this one audition for Betty Who happened. And I made it to the end. And I can't remember the choreographer, but he literally had one of the dancers booked on the job in in the room already. And he goes, okay, can you just stand next to him? So now I knew it was a height thing. So I'm like oh, trying wow. my absolute best to be the tallest little beanstalk I can. And when I tell you this man was like 6'2", I'm a solid 5'10". I wasn't <laughs> going to grow four inches, even with the boots that I had on that made me 5'11". <laughs> and he was just like, we finished. We're leaving. I'm shaking everyone's hand. Goodbye. He's like, I really want to hire you. You're just not tall enough. 
Oh, and I, I it, there were a lot of like those little things, these little look things, things. that are not in your control at all. Nothing to do with your ability. Nothing. That's so much of this industry. It really is wild. It's and you know it's something that you you have to learn to just deal with and not deal with. Like it it should still affect you, but you have to. I say this to a lot of my students now. You have to build a life outside of dance because for me at that point in time. It was everything. There was no side thing. There was no other dream. There was no other like, oh, I'm going to try and pursue this as well. It was just dance. So I, I flung myself in it so heavy. And because I did that, I took everything so personal. Mm-hmm. So when I had this experience that I didn't like, uh, <laughs> I was talking to my agent. We had a conversation about it. And, you know, she did her best to, like, try to cheer me up and, like, encourage me and push me to do all the things. But at that point, I was so burnt out. Mm. I kind of just let that relationship, like, with her yeah and uh like Haley said it was weird i left i left feeling like okay i'm gonna focus on me and do what i want to do and one thing i always had a passion for was teaching mm-hmm. like when i started i met luam let's say that summer after college that fall i was already like hanging out with some of my friends saying oh come to come to the studio i have things that i want to make up and put on you mm-hmm. without any intention of teaching it i just wanted to create right and I would, I would like literally meet up every other day, every other day, every other day. So at this point now, this was 2009. So now fast forward to 2017 with this experience, I was like, go back to that. Like, just go back to creating because you want to create. Mm-hmm. I was talking to my friend Stanley on the phone and I was like, I'm going to be teaching in every studio by the end of the year. Last, this was 2018. I was like, every studio by the end of the year. And in September, I ran into Kelly Peters outside and uh-huh. he was like, hey, I'm... I'm looking for teachers to teach at Brickhouse. Do you, you want to teach? And I was like, uh, yeah, of Amazing. course. And then two seconds later, I had this this uh, workshop series called Summer of Collabs where I would collab with oh, a bunch of different yes. people. Oh my gosh, throwback. Gotta bring that back. Yeah, definitely. Me and David are teaching on Friday. Look out for it. That's yes. where it starts. The winter <laughs> of collabs. Anyway. Love it. Um, I ended up uh, doing one with Kenichi and Kenichi was teaching at Perry Dance and he had happened to be leaving for three weeks after. So we did our collab at Ripley and then did it again at Perry Dance. And then he asked them to let me sub his class for the next three weeks. So then I ended up teaching at Perry Dance. This is all within the same month. So then you put it out there. I literally like wow. threw it out there. So then I'm the one randomly calls me one day and she's like, hey, I put you on the sub list at BDC. And I go, you did what? Guys, for me, when I walked into BDC that first time, I was like, you walk past all the little, the the little pictures of the, pic- of the teachers. Yeah. And I was like, we'll be up here one day. It's going to happen. So when she said that, I looked at her like she had eight heads. I was like, you didn't do that. And she's like, no, I did. I did. I did. So, But you hear that you're on the sub list and you're like, okay, but that doesn't mean I'm teaching. So fine. Right. The next day, Neil was like, I can't teach at 12, but I hear you're on the sub list. So you're going to do it. Okay. I was so nervous. Fast forward 2019, I ended up with my own slot at Brickhouse. I was teaching at Perry Dance all the time. And then I had two slots at BDC, one on Monday, one on Thursday. So basically all that to say... The journey for me was over, but the universe was like, no, (laughs) we're going to give you other things. And because I was so invested in the community, I I would get asked to do different things all the time. Uh, Like the Lizzo job. My friend Kira Harper, she was the assistant for Lizzo's BMA performance in 2019 under Jamel McWilliams. And they get there and he's like, well, you need somebody to help assist. So you have to pick a guy. Who do you want? She calls me and goes, hey, can you assist on... The VMAs with Lizzo as an assistant choreographer. And I go, uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's so funny. These things kept happening to me. And at this point, I didn't have an agent. But mm. 
I had great relationships. Don't burn bridges. This is why. Do not burn bridges. Because you just never know. Um, and it wasn't until I want to say mid-pandemic, I went over to LA and I was dancing with uh, my new friend, Cameron Lee, who I talk to a lot. And he's really amazing. You should like take so his class. So cool. Cameron. He's also watching. Yeah. Hi, Cameron. Nice to meet you. But no, uh, I took his class and I was coming back to New York that evening. My flight was at 10. His class was at like 8. Yeah, I know. Stress. Stress. No, my flight was at 11.59. It was taking off at that time. But you know, you need to get there at least an hour early. His class was at 8. It ended at 10, which it never does. It really ends at like 11. And he taught Christina Aguilera, Not Myself Tonight. And I remember leaving that, not wanting, one, not wanting to leave the class. I was like, yeah, I could just miss my flight. It's fine. But something about being in that space, like, reignited the dancer in me. Like, the choreographer mm. fire was very much alive. The teacher fire is still burning bright. But the dancer fire was like a little candlelight. Mm-hmm. And at the time, like... It's the kindling. He started. literally took gasoline and went... <laughs> whoosh. So now, I like... I mean, you've been dancing this whole time. Yeah. Like, this... You're in class, oh. like in everyone's class, in every style, which I think is so important. And I just want to interject Stressful. because Stressful. I love how you include and you're not afraid to try new things and to like push yourself in a creative way with different styles and different types of songs and songs that you wouldn't typically hear in a street jazz class, like that Adele combo that I am like so mad I never learned. It's in there somewhere. We can pull her out. Yeah, yeah. I, I would love to learn that. But like, Adele, so, Adele, Adele. So you, yeah, Adele's also. I'm gonna watching. plug in all these things that she's gonna do later. Hopefully, it's gonna Adele's be great. is here. Hi, she's here. She's Hi, Adele. In, she's behind the curtain. Adele, book um. me. We can dance to your music now. We saw Megan Thee Stallion do it. So not to say that you. It wasn't like you. You stopped dancing. Oh yeah, no. Like you were. You were training yourself, your body, mentally absorbing everything, and like that. That that fire that he ignited, it was there. You were building that up. Yeah, yeah. I, I just feel like when that one experience took me so far out of it because I just started focusing on myself and like I started focusing on myself in a very different way. I was like, well, what do you? Why are you still doing this? Why do you want to dance? Why do you? What made you love dance? And mm. it was walking into Luan's class and not knowing anything like and at this point like hollywood is her assistant valentine's her assistant karan lynn is her assistant like people that now if you look at them they're like hollywood karan lynn. yeah put them there. yeah we'll put them in. and <laughs> i jumped into nijuan matthews class it was a contemporary oh, class and this man my love <sighs> i took his class on tuesday and i almost died i was like okay it feels good to be back but wow yeah. Uh, and just, I started immersing myself in different styles. And I really loved contemporary between Najwan and Teresa Stone. I was like, wow, like this is something so left. Because I was always in like street jazz, hip hop, all those things. So jumping into that kind of just reignited my passion for learning and passion for being just a student. Even this past Tuesday, I, I was like, I'm going to jump in all these classes. I was in the faculty room. Neil walked in. I was like, Neil, I'm taking your class. I didn't know you were teaching, but I'm teaching now. I'm taking it right now. And uh, something about just being a student again, like, I always tell myself, my mentors still take class. Right. Why would I stop? Like, Laura Edwards was just at Monsters and took everyone's class at Monsters. Laura, if you're watching, you're inspiring. But yeah, um, I just feel like as long as you continue to push yourself in a way where you're always trying to grow, mm-hmm. those opportunities will never go away. The things will always come to you because different people will see you. Different people, you're like you will always be amazing, even when you're not. I was in Najron's class, looking a hot mess. This, these, these biscuits do not point. They try, but it's not giving. 
Okay. <laughs> but like he was still like, you dance with such passion, you dance with such soul. Like you just shouldn't be afraid. This is now I'm, I'm rambling. You're fine. You just shouldn't be afraid to try new things because you just never know where it's going to take you. Mm. All that to say that. I love that. And now Ooh. that's a perfect transition time. I mean, we could talk dance forever, but it's time for, let me get my little, <laughs> would you rather? I was reading the comment. I just know what it says. Oh, there's a comment. I think it's a spam link. So please no one, no one click on that. Oh. I'm pretty sure that. Oh, don't click on that. Don't, if that's a link, don't click it. Um, okay, are you ready right. for would you yes. rather? would I rather. Okay, here we go. Would you rather always smell like cheese or feel an eternal unquenchable thirst? <laughs> I'm going to have to go with the unquenchable thirst. Mm. I don't want to smell like cheese. Yeah. That attracts rodents and deathly afraid. Like, <laughs> if we're in the streets, especially the streets of New York, you're on your own. I'm out. <laughs> okay, next one. Oh, wow. Okay. Would you rather have feet that smell like rotten fish? Okay. Or... As my feet sometimes have do. Have <laughs> arms and legs made of Play-Doh. And it also has the reg- registered trademark on here. So, just so you know. Oh. Legitimate We're, Play-Doh. She's sponsored by Play-Doh. They're, they're sponsoring this right now. Play-Doh, if you're watching. Play-Doh. Thanks. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hmm. I'm going to go with the Play-Doh. I think that could be fun. I feel like you could work it. Yeah. And then you could do so many different things. I can mold my arms back. I can oh, finally yeah. bone break because I can't bone break now. Yeah. But I can Play-Doh break because it's Play-Doh. Right. Yeah. Oh, you for plan. sure, everyone would want Play-Doh arms and legs. Like, you'd be an influencer for sure. Yeah, I can, like, make my feet point the way I want them to by just, you know, that, that was good. Yeah. Okay. Last one. Would you rather have to make every decision in your life by rolling a dice and accepting the consequences or sneeze 20 times every time you take your socks off? Let's be adventurous. I want the dice. Whoa. I would totally do that. I think this is so off topic. I think like a really cool date is like meeting up with whoever that person is for you and like flipping a coin for the day and deciding on what to do that day. Like, are we going bowling? Here we are. Are we That's going cool. diving in the water? Yes, we are. Like in all day in New York. I don't Let's swim. Do I'll die. Amazing. Okay, well, let's talk passions outside of dance. We've already hinted at it, but I know you're a really big anime fan, big gamer, Avatar. Avatar. What is like your favorite cartoon or currently or ever in life? Mm, tell me both. Tell me both. Let's go with ever in life. I'm okay. a huge x-men fan like marvel okay. all day dc blue uh i like dc too it's fine it's fine it's fine controversy <laughs> i didn't say that word it's fine, right? it's fine. um yeah my favorite of all time is definitely x-men and my favorite right now i would have to say it's a toss-up between boruto which is the the future you know children of naruto love that whole thing and then... Yes, I'm so familiar. I don't know why I keep putting things for you to insert here. <laughs> I've got a lot of editing. You've got a lot of editing to do, to do Thank here. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, it's between that or My Hero Academia. Cool. I have to check those choices. out. I don't... So I didn't grow up with, like, cable. Um, so... What did you do? I, um... I organized, like, things. Okay. So, like, I had Pokemon cards, but for fun... Okay, I, I had those. I didn't, didn't play them. I just, like, 
made I made my own binder with paper and staples and like Wait, do you still have these cards? Probably. I probably would Cross like it. My mom might have gotten them, rid of them. They're worth money. Oh, really? Sell because them. I need to check that out when I go home. Just, but yeah, so first. like a lot of like cartoons I didn't grow up watching. So I would like feel like I grew up in a different country sometimes cuz like I didn't watch SpongeBob. <laughs> You're doing great. I like, you know, so like I have a very limited knowledge of like cartoons which is funny i only got well, to see like five episodes of the proud family every saturday they would like repeat like every five yeah, weeks the same like on the, the same one so you're yeah, like i saw so, this like, one i saw like I know this all one. of the like that kind of thing but i loved cartoons but so i love how passionate you are about i'm cartoons anime cartoons, anime, is anime video games all the things yeah what other things do you like to do when you're not dancing fun as facts a human about ryan i really love archery like, okay. really love archery. Uh, we went for... Like, Katniss Everdeen situation. Yeah, like, no, full-blown, like, quiver and bow the whole night. Um, we went with the kids. We used to go to this camp called Club Getaway, and they would have the range out there. You'd fire away. But then I, like, went to a proper one in Brooklyn. I can't remember what it's called, but it's by 3rd Avenue and State. And it was for my friend Guy's birthday. Yes, his, his name is Guy. And he was like, I want to go to archery. And I'm like, sure, whatever, fine, let's try it. I keep reposting this hidden talent clip. I started and it was like, bullseye, 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 bullseye. And then we tried to go to the longer one and it was like, bullseye, kind of not, kind of not, bullseye, kind of not, kind of not. But there's something that is very relaxing because uh, our instructor told us at the time, as you draw, you have to like really inhale. As you release, you exhale. So this, there was like a... It felt like almost like, yeah, or even like meditation. It was really like, really breathe in, really breathe out. So there's something that was really relaxing about it while I was in my head, you know, in some anime with a spirit arrow taking people out. Shout so out. like, if the world turns into like an apocalypse, Bow and stick arrow with all Ryan, day. he's going to feed us, he's going to get it. Us I love cooking. Safe. That's another thing. Cooking. Have love you cooking. ever? Have you ever... Hunted your own food with you know, a bow and arrow, I'm, and I'm then saving that for saving that for the apocalypse. I okay. feel it coming. You know. Yeah. Hopefully, we we are not we're we're going in the opposite direction of the apocalypse. But who knows? Honestly, who knows? Is there anything else? I mean, like, what else would you even have time for? Archery, video games. We love cooking. I feel like you're really good at just like being a human, and like I just like active stuff. Like yeah. I was. I was the camp counselor that wanted to do everything that kids were doing. Like, mm-hmm. they're rock climbing, I'm rock climbing. We're ziplining, I'm ziplining. We're getting on the Ferris wheel, I'm not. I hate heights. But everything else, I was down. Amazing. Well, it's time for our second game. It's, uh, let me get, it's a little easier. It's virtual, but here we are. Okay, questions. Oh, I was excited for this one. So now, since you're here in person, you get to pick one of each color so pick whichever one you want to start with some of the questions are a little deeper some of them are funny you can always veto if you if you oh, feel I'm comfortable open okay here we go we're gonna do this one okay here answer one at a time first yeah oh, okay. do that one at first what book belongs on everybody's bookshelf Ooh. my hmm. but the movies are out now that's okay books are you should always read was, the books even when you see the movie honestly They're i was the better. harry potter kid like all of them, like. I'm so excited the, for the reunion on HBO. I'm sorry. We'll talk about that later. I didn't know that was happening, but it's, they're sponsored. Uh, after, but then the movies kind of like it did this. Like the first one, I was like, okay. Then they started to like drift apart. Mm-hmm. But 
The books are the so The books are good. so good, especially because like in my head, I, my favorite video games involve creating a character. So as I would read the books, I would create what they would look like in my head. So when the movies came out, I was like, that's not what Hermione looks like. But okay, sure. I guess this is what it is now. But I just think that... Where are her buck teeth? Where are Hermione's buck teeth? Does she have buck teeth? Answer answer me that. They said that in the the book. Like, she's got, like, big chunks. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And my thing with that was... Emma Watson's beautiful. Gorgeous. Nothing about her was buck toothed (laughs) at all. But, you know, it's fine. Um... I say that it's one of the books that people, well, not, I guess not everyone, but there's there's something about the book because before, when I first read the first one, the movie wasn't out yet. Mm-hmm. And it literally took me, to, I was literally like four in the morning. Uh-huh. And like, I'm not the hugest book reader. Like, I'm more of like, I video games all day. But when those came out, it was like, okay, I'm getting that one. I'm getting that one too. I'm getting that one. I think I stopped at like three. You didn't read all of no, it? No, I stopped. I got I track started and track was my life. You need that needs to be your twenty twenty two goal. Even you, now you think oh, like, I watched the all the movies. Later books are like Are they even better? Oh. So much better. Oh my god, I'm like really like I'm like <laughs> low key offended. She's, she's passionate about I was, this. Yeah, because when I was not organizing Pokemon cards, I was reading <laughs> Harry Potter. Mm. So but no. Oh, that's my challenge for you. Fine. Okay. But I know what's going to happen now. No, but the, the Spoiler movie's kind of messed it up. Oh, okay. So if they can fix things, then sure. Did I pick pink? No. No. <laughs> Haley, what? It's a game. What's this question? What is the thing you are deeply proud of in your life? Ooh, deep. These are, these are like in there. It's okay to be proud of yourself. No, I know. But the one thing that I'm deeply proud of? Okay, the biggest thing I would say. doesn't mean that there's not other things that you're proud of. The biggest thing I will say is... uh. I remember my 23rd birthday. Yesterday. Uh, two days ago. We are young. Beautiful. Um, one of my friends said, like, if I, being around, everybody, like, went around the circle for my birthday and, like, said one, like, really nice thing about me. And this one always stuck with me because I'm really proud of it. He said, as long as you are in my life and we're friends, that I will try my best to bring out the best in that person or help them achieve whatever they want to mm. achieve. And I think I like really take that into my teaching and starting 2020, this is 2021, 2021 yeah. is where we are and telling myself like, I'm going to start an intensive where we figure out how to really like yeah. get people where they want to go and for it to be one successful and to hear people love it and they walk away like really feeling passionate about dance again. That's what I would say I'm proud of because I could book all the jobs. We can do all these things, but I'm not going to do this forever. Like, I think the big thing I, I want to do with dancing is really push the next generation to keep it going so, like, it doesn't, like, die. Mm. You know? I love that. You're building something. You're building a legacy. Empire. You're building people up. Find your life. Yes. There's, uh, there's, well, we'll plug that later, but find Oh, find your, your instincts, instincts with me and Teresa Stone. Sign up, everybody. That's all I'll say. It's going to be great. Okay, so now I know I picked pink, so I won't pick pink again. Okay. Let's go for this side over here, the purple. What is it on the inside, Haley? Blue. It's trickery. Yeah, it's a trick. What are you curious about? Well, you're getting like a lot of deep ones. Yeah, right? What's going on here? Um, What am I curious about? Like with what? Like, anything. Like anything? Okay, first thing, Ryan. Swimming. Ooh. Okay, so I don't swim. It's not a thing for me. Um, But I've always wanted to learn. It's just, it, there's, where's the time? But 
I've always wanted something, so I guess I'm curious about learning how to swim. Does that count? That can be a 2022 goal. Swimming and finish all the Harry Potter books. She's upset about I'm these books. I'm not going to let you live that down, honestly. <laughs> I read the first three. They were so bad. Okay, moving on. Wow. They get so much better. Angry. Someone back me up on that. Yeah, write in these comments. If you guys, if someone says it, I'll do it. Do you have any reoccurring dreams or nightmares? Um, Ooh. No, I have weird dreams. Like, not scandalous dreams. Like, they're just weird. Like, I remember being in school. This is the only dream that I can really think of right now that I remember. I was in school. Keenan was in my class. Mind you, I didn't know Keenan. Because he's from Boston. Right. Like, I didn't know him when I was a kid. Keenan was in my class. Um, Rhapsody was the principal. I remember that. We had Jim with Nijuan. Um, Maybe this is, like, a movie that's it was just, be made. Ra- it was just randomness. Uh, and it was intertwined with like my like childhood friends, like the kids that I actually went to school with that I'm still friends with now. They were also in the dream, but then like they knew Keenan. It was weird, and nothing crazy happened. It was just like a regular day in school, and I woke up going, "I'm not dreaming <laughs> about my friends." But yeah, so funny. Okay, well, the last question that I ask everyone is, "What brings out your most creative self?" Get I think creative. Get I it think going. living. Hmm. I know, right? That got super deep. No, but I, I was recently saying this to one of my best friends. I was like, we book all these jobs and I think we 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 are just so focused on the next thing that, you know, the jobs they pay, we make money. We make up money, some good money. Sometimes. Sometimes. But when we do, it's like we make the money and we either use it for something or we put it away or we save it. But we never like make money and say, okay, I'm going to put this away, but I'm also going to treat myself to something, mm. whether that's a new experience or just having a good time with someone. And I say that that's what brings out my creativity the most because when I am at my highest self, choreography pours out of me. Like, mm. one, two, done. If you've ever seen me in, in what I call Studio 4.5 at BDC, I am in front of that mirror busting out 7,000 combos. Don't have to choreograph for the rest of the year. But it's only when I am allowing myself to experience new things, to still do new things, to watch movies that I've never seen before. Like, I, I remember I was... Wa- I was watching Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and for a week, my choreography was like, yeah, stop. I was like, why? Why? Yeah. But but it's so, it's that's such a great point, because, like, how can we create art about the world if we don't experience the world? How can we create art that connects to people in this life who aren't dancers? Because a lot of people who watch dance are not dancers. No, seriously. So it's not about the steps for them. It's about something bigger. So if we don't experience that in our life and in the world what's the point yeah it's just steps it's literally that and i feel like that's an important thing for my new creators to know like your audience doesn't always dance so you you do have to make it so that they can resonate and it can like really and not that you have to create for other people because obviously like yourself but i i really really believe that like experiencing the world like how how can we how can we create are in this world if we don't know anything about what's happening in the world and have not experienced it ourselves. So that's that. Bye. Imagine. (laughs) Ate it up. Peace out. Drops the mic. (laughs) That was the mic. Amazing. Well, where can people find you? How can they get in touch? Plug everything you have to plug. You've got a lot of things to plug. Plug it away. We're going to start with where to find me on Instagram. At Ryan Flow, at underscore Ryan, F-L-O underscore. Find me there. I also teach at Brickhouse Wednesdays at 4.30. I teach at BDC is now at Fridays at 3.45, but starting the new year, it'll be Fridays at 7.30 because <gasps> a later classes. Later classes are happening? Finally. Oh my right? God, I'm going to cry. They typed the email me today. I was like, yes, do it, please. 
And we have, there's a really great program happening on this Saturday, actually. This Saturday, it's called Dance for Change. Uh, it's five classes, myself, uh, Buck, a lot of other people that I can't remember right now, but they're great, I promise. But all five classes are $25 from 10 to 4. All five classes. Like total five classes for just $25. 25 total. You're only paying $25 to take all five classes. Go. Go. Um, and it's for a good cause. All of the money's going to charity. It's Dance for a Change. Do it. Um, you can also find them on their Instagram, Dance to Make a Change. Um, I'm doing the experience with Keenan. That's another convention happening on Sunday. It's me, Keenan, Pauline, James, Bo, Sam, Javi, Zuleika. Boom. Got them all. Wow. And then I'm doing Find Your Instincts, which is my Find Your Life program and Teresa Stone's Instincts program mashed together for a super charged, like, three days, six hours a day, long intensive, where we do a deep dive into you. Um, That is happening the 20th to the 22nd. Registration for that is open now. It ends on Friday. Go, go, Check it out. Check it out. That's all the things, I think. And I'm sure that even after this, if you... I'm sure there's going to be more things. So definitely if you're watching this after the fact, after all of these programs have been over, definitely check out because Ryan's always up to something, always doing something cool. Um, If you would like to support this show, definitely subscribe to the the YouTube channel. I think it should be like relatively over there. Um, Subscribe to the YouTube channel, Essentially Haley, and subscribe to the, or I guess now it's called follow on podcast things, not subscribe. Um, on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, all the things, any place you can find a podcast, you can find Dear Dance. Um, it's totally free to subscribe. I know sometimes subscription makes you think payment, but it's free. Yeah, click all the buttons. Um, it would mean so much to me, and definitely follow the Instagram Dear Dance Pod. And if you want to see my personal life, you can follow me at Haley Grove. And the last thing that I'll plug is the Patreon. Um, I'm really excited that once we get to 100 patrons, I'm going to be starting the Dancer's Dream Grant Program, which means I'll be donating $1 per patron every month to a dancer who has a creative project that needs help funding. So whether that's hiring a videographer or renting studio space or just like paying your dancers something or getting some good snacks and you know just like creating and you know fixing your wheel hiring headshots getting your website there's so much money that dancers need so anything i can do to give back to this amazing community that would be awesome so definitely check out the patreon it's only five dollars a month and there's behind the scenes stuff and i'm making some changes for the new year so definitely check it out i think that's all the 400 things i have to plug plugs Thank you so much for being here. This was so fun. I'm excited to edit all of the people into this to this and link everything in the show notes so that everyone knows what we're talking about. (laughs) Hefty um thing to do over the the winter break, but that's gonna be great. Um, thank you guys for watching and thank you for being here. And we're gonna have to work on our snowflakes. I think we did okay. These aren't snowflakes, they're they're our masks. Oh right, I forgot. We made face masks. Yeah. Amazing. Well have a great night, everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening to Dear Dance. If you enjoyed the show, it would mean so much to me if you could share it with a friend. 
Screenshot the episode and tag me on Instagram at DearDancePod. It's so fun connecting with listeners, so definitely check us out over on Instagram. And if you want a triple platinum superstar award, leave a rating and review on Apple or wherever you listen to your podcasts. This really helps give the show street cred on podcast platforms. Again, thank you so much for being here. I'll see you next week for a new episode of Dear Dance.